Hello, listener, and welcome to Into the Characterist Podcast. This is a podcast dedicated to providing deep dives, impressions, and reviews for specific characters out of your favorite comic books. My name is Mike, and I'm joined by... Charlie. And... Audrey. And in person, we have two very special guests. Ashley. And... Josh. Yay! Ooh, we got friends in here. Live in the flesh. Live in the flesh. Yay! And usually you'd say, like, live in studio. But it's like a living <laughs> room. It is a little hot. <laughs> it is a little hot. It's hotter in here than I expected it to be. So we are doing uh, Shang-Chi, uh, Legend of the Ten Rings. It is going to be a, the beginning is going to be a spoiler-free, like, review from all of us. And then we're going to uh, go through our normal recap process and talk about uh, more impressions and give our final impressions on everything. So this is an instant reaction to it. Yeah, this just got back. Yeah, like literally minutes ago, the movie came out yesterday. So this this is the most topical we've ever been. <laughs> uh, Did it. Still got popcorn hanging out in random spots. Yeah, yeah. We, we might. My clothes. Yeah, if we get popcorn hitting the mic, sorry about that. We'll uh, try to avoid that. But. <laughs> All right. So we have Shang-Chi, uh, Legend of the Ten Rings. It was re- normally we would go through the stats of the, the movie, but uh, as it's still opening weekend, that's a little hard. But I wanted to go through a few of the people that are in the movie. Um, so this was directed by Dustin Daniel Creighton, uh, screenplay by David Callahan, Dustin Daniel Creighton, and Andrew Lanham. Uh, this is headed up by Simu Lu, uh, Aquafina Manjir Zhong, Fanel Chen, Florian Montenegro, I cannot say that one. His name's hard. Muntu Anu. Hmm? Benedict Wong, Michelle yeah, Yeoh, Ben Kingsley, and Tony Liu. And then this was choreographed by William Poe, uh, who has a huge, huge back list of things he's choreographed. Uh, quite famous in the choreographed world, and I mean, rightfully so. Like, everything from Men in Black to The Matrix. Mm-hmm. So, all, all over the place. He's done, he did all The Matrixes. Um, Wow, Charlie's Angels, Alita Battle Angel, which I think we won't talk about. Uh, we had a very deep and personal fight about Alita <laughs> Battle so Angel. The only, only fight Audrey and I ever had was Alita Battle Angel. Um, uh, Spider Man, we did the Spider Man's, the, uh, the Raimi Spider Man's as well. Oh, so okay. he's he's got a huge filmography for what he has choreographed. So. Let's uh let's let's jump right in. So this is gonna be the spoiler-free part, uh, and then we'll do our normal little transition sound, and then we'll jump into a full recap of it. So, uh, I'll, I'll... right off the bat, five out of five stars. This is amazing. This don't is an amazing you, movie. Go see it. Ten, ten out of ten, ten rings. rings. Hey, ten out... come on. <laughs> I see what you're doing over there, Josh. All right, so we got a five out of five for Audrey. You, you would you like to expand on why? Um, amazing fighting, amazing effects. Uh, the plot was good. I liked the relationships. Nothing felt weird and campy. Like, it was funny where it needed to be. I loved everything. Nice, nice. Full okay. Plot. Ashley, what do you got from you? Also, five out of five. Absolutely loved it. Maybe my favorite Marvel movie ever? Question mark. <laughs> um, visuals were fabulous. There was a specific visual that we will speak up later. That made me tear up, which has maybe never happened in a movie ever, as far as like special effects and shit. So how did I miss that? You were right next to me. Mm-hmm. I was, I was a personal moment just for me. Okay, <laughs> just, just okay. Okay. Single, single tear in the corner of the yeah. eye. Yeah, it sucked yes. it back in. 
How about you, Josh? What do you got? Well, I mean, 10 out of 10 rings. I mean, come on. <laughs> right? For immediate reaction, it was great. I Every single Kung Fu fight I saw was pretty, pretty fucking stellar. Um, plot was really good. And all the characters were very, actually different and, like, unique. And they were all, they all found their own place in, like, the story and, like, through each other from what I saw. For sure. How about you, Charlie? What do you got? Yeah, I'll stay on the same train. It was really, I mean, it was really good. Don't let us peer pressure you. Did you hate it? No, <laughs> I it really liked it. Hate no, it. I really liked it. I would say I like, I mean, this is spoiler free, but I like the beginning better than the end in terms of the, the fighting and some of that. Okay. Yeah. 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 But I, that's my only thing that I'm sure will draw criticism from, yeah. from y'all. <laughs> uh, I'm going to give it a five out of five as well. I, I, I might go 4.75, uh, only, only because <laughs> we're glaring. It, <laughs> it dips a little bit at the beginning of the third act. Um, and it, it felt very formulaic for that style of movie. Like I, every single beat was not unexpected. Like there, there was no like real twist in there that I didn't see coming. And that that's really my only criticism for it. So, um, yeah, that's, that's the basics of it. So, I like mean, this goddamn superhero movie. I mean, so that's I true. Don't I don't. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> I mean, that's fair. Some MC kind of movie <laughs> out right now. <laughs> he wanted some M Night Shyamalan. But oh, um, <laughs> just a basic synopsis: Shang Chi uh, gets his, his secret identity is discovered. He has to. Wait, is this a spoiler part? No, this is not. This oh, is okay. just a basic synopsis for anyone right, that doesn't right. know what this movie is. Right. Shang Chi. Uh, his secret identity is discovered, and he must travel with his friend and some family members to a location to save the world. Like <laughs> <laughs> the barest, of the, barest <laughs> the barest thing. I was like, I was like, all right, how how deep do I go on this? Because I immediately will be spoilers. So, <laughs> but keep it fake. They love it. Yeah, uh, the, the kung fu scenes super solid. Special effects were on point the entire time. Mm -hmm. um, all the. Um Costume design was gorgeous. Yes. The um, character design for some of the um, animated characters. That's the best way to say it. Spoiler free. Um, those were fantastic. Like, yeah. Some of the bad guys were. I My jaw dropped and I was like, I love this. <laughs> <laughs> um, uh, the, the comedy was, it wasn't a particularly funny movie, but the comedy that was there was on point. Yeah. Um, it had that top quality Kevin Feige comedy in it. Yeah, yeah. and, and uh, the delivery was solid, and the the beats of the comedy within the flow of the conversation and everything like that was good. I felt like all of the characters were very well rounded, yes, um, yeah. and had a little more depth than maybe any other Marvel movie I've seen. Uh, I don't know, because like maybe um, Ant Man and. Um, I don't know. Uh, some of the Peter Quill stuff I do like, um, yeah. but I feel like the only one that really has like characters that feel as real as this is Ant Man for me. Yeah. So far. Are you yeah. talking about Sunny Birch in particular? I don't remember who it is. Oh, it's from Sorry. Ant Man and the Lost, but it's the bad guy or the guy who set up the deals. Wait, was he round? No, no. Oh, it's just, okay. He's, he's a very one-dimensional yeah. man. Uh, that was a super bad joke. I didn't mind. But I'm sorry. <laughs> I'm sorry. I don't remember anything. I will other say than what just happened. Like the the amount of character depth that they're able to give us in this brief of a movie, it's like two hours and fifteen minutes ish. Yeah, is probably like 
the same level of like character arc that we've gotten over like three Iron Mans. Like, oh yeah, oh, yeah, yeah, for yeah. sure. Like he's he's already got more depth than Tony Stark ever did. So, so yeah, I thought so. I I agree with you. I know some other people maybe not, yeah. but I agree with you. <laughs> All right. So, as you guys can kind of tell, uh, we loved it. This is only like a ten minute little interlude of us yelling how much we like it. But uh, we we want to talk plot, we want to talk spoilers, so we're we're gonna do that into the nitty gritty. Into the nitty gritty. So we'll do that right after this brief break. Welcome back, listener. Thank you for sticking with us here. So this is going to be the spoiler part. You've been warned about a dozen times now. This is spoilers. If you don't want spoilers, stop now. Go see the movie. Would recommend it. Five what are you doing? Go watch it. Yeah. Or if you don't want to, that's fine. Just listen to us. So <laughs> yeah. the, uh, the plot of this movie. So we begin off uh, a thousand years ago. Um, and we find out that the Ten Rings were um, discovered by Wen Wu who is the main antagonist of this movie. Uh, and essentially he conquers a bunch of ancient civilizations, I guess is the best way to do it. He's kind of a roving gang. They kind of talk like he might've been Genghis Khan. It's like, they kind of reference that at one point. I got those vibes as well. Mm -hmm. So like a very similar style, kind of a roving gang of people taking over cities. It was, it was, it was old Hydra. Yeah, yeah, it's, it's basically like yeah. Black Widows and Hydra together in this old school way. That's what I kind of thought of. Yeah, yeah. But he topples various governments throughout the world. They they do like a kind of a time lapse of them like assassinating people throughout like time and changing the course of governments and sat, like blowing up buildings that sort of stuff. So the next time scene we have is 1996 uh, when Wu is searching for Talo. Uh, which is a village, a uh, mystical village with uh, crazy creatures. A lot of it seem the creatures that, spoiler, you see later on, seem to be very heavily focused on the, uh, like, spirits that are pretty heavier, heavy in uh, Chinese culture. Uh, mm-hmm. There's a few of them that I recognize. So, like, the... Uh, the lions. The, um, the nine tails. Yeah. The, uh, oh, I yeah. thought straight from Pokemon. No, that, <laughs> that's... Uh... That... that, that. <laughs> Ooh. <laughs> Uh, but when Wu eventually finds the entrance uh, but he is confronted by Ying Li um, who they fight and she bests him and it's like a beautiful dance it is a beautiful dance they fight they dance and they flirt and it's beautiful (laughs) Um, it's the quickest enemies to lovers I've ever seen. <laughs> yeah. And it, it works. It works so yeah. well. We um, immediately could feel the vibes. Like yes. They looked at each other and were like, oh, that's it. They're in love. <laughs> Done. And when was like, what if, what if girlfriend? <laughs> <laughs> what is this? But they fight. It's a beautiful dance. Um, but we do get a very quick, you know, enemies to lovers. They fall in love after this fight, after he's turned away. Um, I don't know why he could no longer find the village l- later in the movie. 
because he seems to have returned yeah. to Talo several times. Like maybe he, he guided. I yeah. guess he could be just camping in the woods outside. Yeah, yeah. Just like ten feet away. Yeah, I guess that's out. possible. Like maybe he got close, and some of the creatures come back and forth between the bamboo man-eating forest yeah, <laughs> and maybe. the gate. Uh, but they they fall in love, and they have two uh, two children, Shangli uh, or Shangchi, and Zali. Or is it Jilin? Uh, yeah. Jilin? Yeah. Like, yeah. I can tell you. Josh has the most Chinese yeah. out of all no, of us. No, 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 no it's no. correct. Uh, Even the amount you have is more than us combined. <laughs> so yes. uh, we'll do our best. But, but um, it's totally counteracted by the fact that I forget names so fast. Well, we've, <laughs> we got here. Yes, Xiaoling. 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 Okay, I'm, I'm gonna fuck it up. Xialing. Xialing. Okay. <laughs> We're trying. <laughs> so sorry, everyone. Yes, uh, yeah. my apologies. Uh, um, I will have to say I really liked um, that they actually spoke Chinese yes. in the movie. Oh, yeah. um, There's a decent no amount of subtitles. Yeah, yeah. Mm. Which is uh, great. You can really open up a lot of fantastic films for yourself if you can just get over those subtitles. I hate reading. And Next. you are illiterate. <laughs> <laughs> Not again. Not again. Um, so Wenwu uh, abandons the Ten Rings and locks them up and abandons the organization to become a family. Um, however, eventually Lee is murdered by the Iron Gang. We don't find this out till near the end of the movie. Um, which are old, old rivals of the Ten Rings. And then Wenwu will eventually take up the Ten Rings to massacre them and resume being a, a criminal. Uh, so right after uh, Yingli uh, is killed, Shang-Chi begins training in Metro Arts at the age of seven. Uh, so we do get a training montage of Shang-Chi throughout. There's a lot of flashbacks in this movie, like a lot. Of flashbacks. Uh, yeah. So the, this review I'm doing is kind of condensing those into a more <laughs> linear storyline for it. But uh, There was a really good cut from a, a flashback like um i know we'll get into it later but he's telling his friend about his past which is what like we're telling you right now and then it cuts to them like on a plane and they're being interrupted because he's literally telling her the story yeah. <laughs> and it, it was really good i like it's very good it's really funny. yeah but and accurate yeah uh he continues to train with Wen Wu and various other assassins until the age of 14 when uh, he is sent out to assassinate the leader of the Iron Gang. After fulfilling his mission and being traumatized, Shang-Chi uh, escapes to San Francisco and he adopts the name Sean. Um, there I like is, how they straight up made fun of that. Yes, they straight oh, yeah. up made fun of his, his cover name of Sean. Yeah. Yeah. So, it's great. I, I did enjoy that. The... the uh, <laughs> The, the best friend in, of the story really rags on him quite a bit about that. Oh, yeah. so, really acts like an actual best friend. Yes. Mm -hmm. uh, so present day, uh, so th this is a, that pretty much summarizes all the backs, the, the flashbacks throughout most of the, the, the movie. Mm -hmm. uh, we get bits and pieces of it and incomplete and slightly like flashbacks that don't lead you to necessarily the same conclusion as what is shown. So, but that's, broken down and lined up. That's what it tells you. Mm -hmm. So present day, uh, Shang-Chi uh, works as a valet with his best friend, Katie. Uh, and while on the bus to work one day, uh, after having a fun conversation with 
Katie's family. Oh, uh, about, they were so nice. They were very nice. I liked nice. it. Yes. I liked it a lot. Uh, so the, the whole family thinks that they should be married. Um, <laughs> but they've been friends for a very long time. But they're on the bus. Uh, Shang-Chi is uh, attacked by some assassins from the member of the Ten Rings. This is the first like real fight scene that we have throughout the entire movie. Um, and it is very reminiscent to the Daredevil like uh, hallway scene. It's not one take by any means, but it's very concise and you can always tell what's happening. So the oh, quick yeah. cuts that they make take, it real clear. They make it real clear. So the quick cuts that we have are still very obvious as to what's happening, which I agree with. I'm gonna throw it out there. That was my favorite fight scene. I I'm just gonna say that. I think so too. Yeah, I think that might have been my favorite yeah, fight it was, scene. It was either that one or the first fight scene we got, which is crazy enough because it's the as you said, it's a good one for one, the first fight between uh, Oh, between uh Wenru and Wen Yingling. Oh yeah, that's oh, true. Yeah. That's true. That that was, yeah. that was a yeah. good fight, and yeah. then it was that fighters to lovers. <laughs> no, yeah, that was, just, was a, it was really good. That was a this is the first fight that's not like supernatural in any way. Yeah. It it really yeah. reminded me. Well, you know, they pull out the glowing sword attached yes. to that man's floor, yeah. but before that, they really utilized the cramped space, the bars in the bus, oh, yeah. like his jacket. It's it reminds me of um. You know, classic um, um, Jackie, Jackie Chan, Chan. Oh, yeah. uh, style kind of. Yes, you know, good. using props around you to implement the, a lot the of environment, a lot of like pulling them into bars so they hit themselves. Using like moving throughout the bus, swinging around on the bars and stuff like that. Yeah. Same. I also thought of like Jackie Chan stuff, and I know like jack shit about martial arts, but like I could recognize like this is good one, <laughs> and it's fun to watch. And like as somebody who oh, knows yeah. nothing about it, I think that really speaks to how good it is. Yes. You can like mm -hmm. recognize, oh, this is really good. <laughs> yeah. I, I think I could tell easily, at least for that fight, someone from his old team had to be a part of it because it felt so much like improv Jackie through that whole bus fight. Yeah. Mm -hmm. It was yeah, it, it was an incredible top fight. tier. Yeah. I I, I I yeah, I would agree. I think that's probably my favorite fight through the entire movie is that bus scene. Mm -hmm. Um it's a very long fight scene too. Yeah. <laughs> it's very like and there's stages. It kind of felt like 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 a video game in that regard. Like there's different stages. All right, you fought these guys. All right, the boss shows up. All right, now you have the quick time event. Like and now the yeah. bus is in half. And now the bus is in half. Like yeah, now and, you have to stop the bus. Yeah. Um, and the other thing I liked to in the beginning of the movie versus the end was the score. Yes. How they use some kind of like hip hop you know, beats and some modern songs rather than at the end, it was more of like a movie score, like kind of that orchestral, you know, brass orchestral. I, that's another reason that I had said that at the beginning of it, because I, I like that fight scene and a little bit less of the supernatural and more of the music. Yeah. So I, I just want to touch on it before we get too okay. far into it. Yeah. I think um, it helped it feel grounded. Too. Yeah. Yeah. So that was why I said that. Um, so the guy with the laser sword, the razor sword, is razor fist. He has the glowing sword that comes out of his arm, uh, which the whole thing is being like live blogged, uh, which I oh, thought yeah. that was a nice touch. I thought yeah. that was pretty funny. Oh yeah. But uh, yeah, so they, he fights them off, uh, but they are able to take his pendant during the fighting. Uh, after the bus is cut in half and Katie is able to stop the bus by running over a bunch of cars and <laughs> jamming it between uh, a garbage truck. Um, 
So that was fun. Uh, the whole the whole fight scene was great. I'm not going to continue going on it. But fearing that the Ten Rings will attack his sister, uh, Zhangji, Zhangji, decides to track her down and reveals that his past to Katie, which we've already gone over. Um, and after they find... How do you say it again? Xiaoling. 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 It's like a show sound. Yeah. Okay. I'm very bad at pronouncing words. Because the X in Chinese makes the soft show sound and it throws off us all the time. Yeah. Uh, But they discover her at an underground fight club in Maku? Macau. 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 Wow. I'm butchering this. It's it's been a long day. Yeah, it's been a long day. We've been hanging out like all day. Uh, And we find out that uh, Zha Ling uh, owns this particular club. Uh, We do get a lot of kind of small Easter eggs in this particular particular area. Uh, There's a lot of fighting that's going on in different arenas along the way that he enters. And there's a few references, but we get to the main area and we see Wong fighting the abomination. Was that the abomination? That was the abomination. I, he looked he looked more like fish like in the head than what it that's what, that's be. what the abomination looks like. He's got he's always had like a weird like flipper ears. Oh, I don't remember that. I don't know. All right. Well, so the abomination but he was kind of cute. <laughs> <laughs> that's for our side podcast. <laughs> uh, um but the abomination is one of the Hulk's big uh, enemies. He's also gamma radiated and transformed. So that's gross. <laughs> but uh, Wong is fighting the abomination, and Wong turns the abomination's strength against him and makes him punch himself in the face, which was uh, fantastic. Very that's Wong like. Uh, I don't know why Wong is there. Yeah. Like, why is he fighting there? Where's Doctor Strange? Where is this in the How do you MCU? think they pay rent in New York? <laughs> it's this. It's it's because of that. <laughs> that makes sense. I mean, fair. I, it was just like, they're so super magical, though. Rent is like... Yeah, but that's material. <laughs> like, goods. They're mystic. Material so they goods are little, Yeah, but couldn't they just make a little portal... Just steal some money, whatever happens. They're like good guys. Yeah, but he's fighting in the dark. What did he yeah, say? Take, the, take the criminal's money. There you go. All right, fair. Okay. I'm going to gradually accept. For now. For now. Um, it's it's pretty funny because uh, so uh, <laughs> Shang-Chi is going to fight his sister and uh, gets his shit rocked uh, that entire fight. He's not really trying to fight her, though. He's trying to talk to her the entire time. Um, but Katie actually bet against him and makes a pretty good chunk of change right there, which was fantastic. Don't don't forget, don't skip past the Shang-Chi thirst out there. That's true. Yeah. <laughs> okay, so this is actually pretty funny. So I came across a video on TikTok of the actor that played Shang-Chi uh, looking at the abs of all of the different people in Marvel and seeing if he can tell you who it was just based off the abs. Four for five. He knew it. <laughs> Four for five. The only one, I, I didn't know. The only <laughs> one know. he got wrong was uh, it, um, Chris Pratt, maybe? No. No, it was um, Tom Holland. Oh, it was Tom Holland. Tom Holland. Correct, yeah. How funny would it Why be? Why do I want to say? Himself? Right? <laughs> <laughs> no, he was in there and he got himself, actually. Yeah. It was pretty good, yeah. Uh, I had a good laugh at that one. Mm-hmm. Uh, but the Ten Rings attacks, and uh, th- there's a lot of fighting. There's a really cool scaffolding fight here. Yeah. Uh, 
Uh, that was probably my second favorite fight of the entire thing, using the environment a lot. Uh, we also find out here that uh, Shang-Chi is willing to just murder people. <laughs> like, I mean, yeah. Uh, in self-defense, admittedly. In self -defense, but so, he yeah. does murder about two dozen people in this fight. Yeah, they do fall off that building. Yeah, it's a very tall so, building. Oh, um... The, uh... The Batman logic? <laughs> <Right>. Yeah, I think so. <laughs> because it's like, you never see them, like, finish their fall. There, there was not a lot of blood in this movie. No. At all. No. In fact, I don't think there was... Any. No, there were a there couple. A bit. The, um, the only blood... Uh, there was a cut on his cheek as a child. Correct, yeah. Um, mm -hmm. When he got his face smashed by his sister. Yeah. Um, there was some blood on the um, creature, or the guardian. Yeah, uh, that's true. Later. Yeah. Um, I, it's very minimal, though. Yeah, it's, yeah. it's, a, it's, it's a solid... Is it PG? Is and PG? it's PG-13. It's PG-13? Okay. It's for violence, but I mean... Yeah. But it's good violence, so... Uh, but they, they fight for a while, um, and the Ten Rings are eventually able to get uh, Shang-Chi's sister's pendant as well. Uh, <laughs> it's okay. Uh, so the, uh, the, it's the assassin that we saw in one of the flashbacks. He has the uh, demon mask on, uh, and he's wearing a different color uh, robe than everyone else. Uh, it's usually a blue robe throughout the movie. Is the one that's he's clearly like head assassin yeah, or something. Yeah, like that. I know if I remember correctly in the comics, this is a character that comes up repeatedly uh, as part of the Ten Rings. So I do not remember their name. I have only read about half a dozen uh, Shang Chi <laughs> comics in my life. So sorry, but they fight and uh, Katie and uh, Shi Ling. Shaolin? I'm gonna fuck up her name every time. That's it's okay. Fine. Just call her um, Shang-Chi's sister. I'm just Ling. <laughs> yeah, just, Ling. Yeah, well, Ling. Well, Ling is their mother, though. Oh, Ying. Ying is their mother. Ying Li. Yeah. Ying Li. Yeah. Fair enough. Alright. Uh, so, his sister. The, his sister is captured, <laughs> along with Katie, and their father is there. Because uh, yeah. uh, Shang-Chi was actually going to kill this assassin. Yeah, yeah. Uh, he, he was ready to do murder. So they are captured and they are taken back to their father's compound. Uh, so we, we see the whole compound here. Um, it's a good cast place. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. Cool. Um, he, this is where we get when Wu uh, reveals that he believes uh, Lee is still alive and being kept in Talo. Uh, using the two pendants, uh, he can create a map using a statue of a dragon. Uh, which was a very cool. Well, and the so there's this gorgeous um, wood carving of a dragon, and there's a bunch of other wood carvings um, in that room as well. Yeah, and it's pretty much the same style as what we find in Talo later. So you know it's something that Yingli uh, incorporated into the compound herself. Yeah, and uh, yeah, yeah. I, I thought it was cool. Yeah, yeah, it's very cool. It's a good touch. Uh, they put the two pendant eyes onto the dragon, and the water goes all anti-gravity for a second and then lands on the ground and makes a map. Which was uh, very convenient for the furthering of the plot. Uh, <laughs> yeah. yeah. And gorgeous, by the way. It was gorgeous. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Animation. yeah, it was fantastic. So good. But it gives them a map on how to enter the village. Um, and we find out here that when we thinking that uh, Lee is being trapped, is going to go to the village, and if they will not release her, we'll just, just burn the village to the ground. Um, not a healthy impulse. No, it's not. <laughs> uh, Shang-Chi uh, 
steps in front of his father like, hey, this is crazy, and uh, they get locked up. Uh, him and his sister both do. We also here kind of get the backstory of Shang-Chi um, and his sister and how he left and just never came back and how devastated she was with that and how she wasn't allowed to train, but she watched and made herself better than all of them. She wants to hashtag girl boss. Yes. Gatekeep. Yes. <laughs> what's, what's the other one? It's like, uh, gaslight, girl boss, gatekeep. That's what it is. <laughs> uh, but they get locked up and they start hearing noises while locked up. Uh, they, they go and they find out that the Mandarin, um, the person from Iron Man 2, 3, 3, three, three. Uh, Trevor Slattery. Yeah. Is currently being held inside of this dungeon as well, and I don't know if that was leaked or if that was like part of a trailer, but I honestly didn't know he was in this movie. I didn't know either. I had no clue. Me either. Utterly ridiculous. But I, too. I, I, yes, I try not to look so, up anything. Yeah, so. it was. Yeah, um, this one I did. Yeah, I really tried because I just wanted. Yeah, uh, we get his introduction, and I do like how they address Iron Man three here. Um, <laughs> Um, it was quite good, um, and it was a good way to circumvent everything that happened in Iron Man 3 <laughs> and make it make sense with the current universe that they're introducing here. Uh, so eventually... the so story as if Marvel knew uh, that wasn't oh, a good movie. Oh, I, they even start <laughs> yeah. before that, because there's a, a pretty tense, like, dinner scene where it's uh, all four... Well, it's um, Chang-Chi, Xiangling, Katie, and... Uh, their dad, they're sitting down at dinner, and he he goes into like his like name monologue, yeah, and like starts starts the explanation of like these yahoos stole my name, so uh, you know I decided to kill them all and steal yeah. this guy and kill him, and then played it. Yeah, we find we find him later, but uh, yeah, it was uh, it was interesting because they're just like, oh yeah, I was an actor and uh, I I heard, got a role, <laughs> and uh, it turned out to be. To cripple the U.S. government, uh, it's a little bit more than I anticipated, <laughs> like, but here we are. <laughs> so yeah, uh, he's locked up. He's he's a pretty good comic relief uh, for this part of yeah. the movie as well, mm -hmm. going forest. And then uh, we get introduced to Morris as well, which is the faceless uh, like. He's like if a potato had legs, was covered in fur, legs. and had two sets of wings on the back that were iridescent. Yes, best. Character. Favorite character. <laughs> favorite character. I love the tiny potato. I want merch. <laughs> <laughs> I'm, sure, I'm sure there will be. That's gonna yeah. be a great pillow. Yeah, oh, great yeah. pillow, like a solid plushie plushy or something. Yeah. Yeah. Mm -hmm. For sure, for sure. Um, but <laughs> Shang Chi's sister uh, knows of the tunnels beneath the, the entire compound and just breaks them out. Um, so that was pretty funny. Uh, but Morris tells them that uh, he has a 19% chance to lead them to Talo, <laughs> which was pretty great. And um, Morris is from Talo. Yes. And he said that he was uh, raised with uh, Yingli and that he, like, I, I think that he missed her. Yes. Maybe that's why he left. I don't know. I, I, and he it was kind of seemed, It kind of seemed like he came with her, maybe. Yeah. Because I don't know why he would have left slash gotten here. Uh, but um, Slattery can apparently speak with Morris and can understand him, which is... I've sure never explained, but fantastic. Wait, here's the thing: when you're that stupid, 
your mind opens to things that normal people <laughs> really not be open to. And he even talks about, like, if I could not talk to Morris, I would have gone insane. But he's so excited that other people can see Morris. Because <laughs> oh, yeah. he's like, you're not imaginary. <laughs> Which is pretty great. Uh, but they, they, uh, there's a, a, a brief car chase scene uh, inside the compound. They, re they take Razor Fist's car and they escape. Uh, we immediately cut to them outside the forest. Uh, no explanation how long this drive is, how they got there. It apparently is not super far from the compound, which I guess I could see them setting up the compound not far from Talo, but sure. All I know is if it was raining, they'd be totally fucked because they broke all the windows. Yes, so. yes, all uh, the windows were broken. Other than the um, windshield, which was interesting. Yeah. So, anyways... They get to the forest, and we kind of get the history of Talo here after Morris leads them through. So, uh, Morris leads them through the forest. It's, I mean, it's just a car. It's a, yeah, it's, it's a decent a, car chase. Yeah, it's yeah. like a car chase, but the thing that's chasing you is a wall of death bamboo. Yes. Uh, but we get the reveal of Talo. We do have all of the mythical creatures and stuff like that. It's a pretty cool reveal. Uh, we see there's the, a phoenix, yeah. and there's um, a flock of phoenix. Yeah, there's a flock of phoenix. There's like um, nine-tailed foxes. Um, I Just nine -tails. well, it's I don't know if <laughs> I don't know if they would be uh, QB or if they would be um, a different Chinese lore. Yeah, I'm not sure. Probably the Chinese one, which I know that um, there's also legends of multi-tailed foxes in Korea too. Yeah, yeah, but they do make the uh, it's culture Charlie. <laughs> I saw Bullpex, and I saw what That's what I saw in the movie. Uh, but we also get the uh, the mermaid horses here as well, which were pretty cool. Uh, but they, a, they approach the village, and they are confronted by all of the villagers. And they talk for a little while, but we get Yingnan, uh, which is their aunt. It confronts, uh, essentially makes them the, the villagers stand down. And Shang-Chi and his sister are able to talk with their aunts for a little bit. Um, they seem just pretty chill about the whole thing, to be perfectly honest. Yeah. yeah. A little... Well, like, I'm not mad about it because we only had so much time. Yes, yes. It was it was very yeah. good, easy shorthand. It was a little yeah. bit... Yeah, and it was like, I'm your mother's sister. You're my family. Yeah. So, like, it's fine. Yeah, and, and right here is where, like, it slowed down. Like I said, if, if anywhere, this was where that quarter point would have been lost for me, is it slows down. They do kind of a, a little bit of yada yada in here about why they're even allowed to step foot in this village mm -hmm. um, and the, kind of the story. We get them getting their special items, their armor, their weapons, uh, that sort of thing. And we get more really, really pretty wood carvings. Yes. Oh, yeah. um, it's like... Um, they spell out the whole origin of the, they spell out the whole origin of the reason why the village is there. Mm -hmm. Um, there's a great evil hidden or like sealed away in a gate. Yeah. Um, there was another dimension that yeah. had a bunch of cities that had a huge amounts of culture and history and stuff like that. That was destroyed by the, the, the devourer and his minions. Yeah. I was a hundred percent sure that when they were talking about, oh, you're going to get from a different dimension, all this stuff. I was like. They're just going to go multiverse. This yeah. is just where it's going to go right now. And I thought for sure it was going to be like at the end of WandaVision, where mm -hmm. Wanda hears uh, Billy and... Oh, wow, I'm blanking right now. 
Their children, like Wiccan and Speed. Yeah, with Tommy. Tommy. Uh, where she hears him, I thought they were gonna go total multiverse, and then that was gonna like that was gonna bust open, and it was gonna be some kind of yeah. I don't I mean, know. It still could be there. multiverse. This it's just it could be multiversal, like devouring darkness creatures. Yeah. For for those that play D anD D, this was uh, the Underdark. Um, it was essentially just and it, it's just like a portal to an under dimension that is just underground, uh, more or less, but. We find out that the Defender, the Great Dragon Defender, uh, was able to help hold the line and essentially seal this gate so that the Devourer could not leak into the main world and destroy it. Mm-hmm. Um, and they've, they've been there for 4,000 years. Mm-hmm. So, yep. And it's a, it's a pretty cool history as well. The carvings are fantastic. Mm-hmm. Um, very Cthulhu-esque creatures. Yeah. Uh, they're they're all like flying uh, tentacle creatures, essentially. That suck out your soul or your essence, your chi. They look like if octopus had bat wings and then like a devil face. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Or like a worm mouth. It's just teeth. Yeah. Um, but uh, it's the uh, the soul consuming dweller in darkness and his minions is the actual name of it. Um, and the dragon's name, Great Protector. Uh, kind of went over all that stuff. Uh, but Wen Lu or Wen Wu is believes that the dweller is his wife and is speaking to him, telling him that she needs to be saved. So that, that they he is not the first person that has been tricked by the dweller. Uh, other people with power that the dweller believes could break the gate have been lured here, and all of them have been fended off by this village. Yeah, I think it's another like plot point that like oh he's the owner of the ten rings and that can break through the gate. Yeah, because they're so powerful. Yeah, and we get a little bit of a, a training montage as well. Uh, mm-hmm. We get Shang Chi uh, training with his aunt to get some of the nature bending powers. Uh, he, they're airbenders. Um, <laughs> essentially, essentially, uh, it's very cool. The special yes. effects on it. Uh, you saw it in the first fight. With uh, Yingling and Wenwu, uh, when they first met, the the whole dance for them falling in love. Uh, uh, Yingling is also using the, the similar powers and is able to rip the wing uh, the rings away from Wenwu, uh, which is foreshadowing for later. Oh yeah, uh, <laughs> man, this fight stuff actually became pretty pretty uh, central to, yeah. to this whole like sub subplot of like the family relationship. Yeah, yeah. It's all a metaphor. Uh, uh, Shang-Chi's sister gets her special item, which is essentially a dragon blade, uh, dragon scale blade on the end of a rope with a weighted end. Um, It's, I I do not know what that weapon is called. Um, Uh, There is a name for it, but I'd have to research. Yeah, it's a very cool weapon. It's always one that's interested me. There's, because it's so fluid. Yeah. Uh, there's a lot of like kicking of the blade to propel it forward and like changing of levels and a lot of swinging and wrapping around the arms. It's just a very cool fighting style. Um, and then Katie um, <laughs> is apparently a good archer. Um, <laughs> sure, why not? Why We need her to be able to do something. Well, in this whole time, she's kind of been... Um, I don't know, she's just Yeah, she's been aimless yeah. and she's like, well, I don't want to try because like... I'll probably just be disappointed and like she has a moment with the villagers where they're like, you know, you're always going to fail if you don't like just try. So yeah, give it a whirl, like go shoot an arrow. And she's like, 
this is great. <laughs> I'm, <not laughs> I'm <bad> fantastic. <laughs> But um, we, we get the whole training montage. It's not a particularly long training montage, which no, I appreciated. No. Uh, to be fair, several of these people are already extremely skilled fighters. So, you yeah. know, it's more of a learning an additional technique on top of what you're already familiar with slash learning a new weapon. Yeah, uh, this part of the movie was very, very expository. Like, yes. Um, so it, it, and that, like I said, again, this is where that point two five would come off for me because it drags a little bit here. Not much. Because there's a lot of exposition and stuff like that. Uh, we learn about the scales from the Great Protector as well right here. I was so enamored with the costuming and all the props yes. and like how cool everything was. I was like, great, tell me more. Yes, no, it's fantastic. <laughs> the lore and stuff like that's very deep, very cool here. Uh, we get a lot of uh, a lot of different costuming. And we also get Shang-Chi's uh, comic book outfit here as well that like that red scale and then his sister gets out like a white scale uh <coughs> i'm sorry <coughs> which was commissioned by their mother uh because she assumed that they would eventually someday make their way back here so sure very cool mother always knows she had a very good estimate of how big they grow up to be <laughs> weird <laughs> it's magical yeah. We'll just give it to the dean. Yeah, we'll, 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 yeah, we'll give it to the it, it form was, fits to the to the wearer. That was half the uh, the other part of the day that they just cut out. Yeah, it's just them resizing, <laughs> <Yeah>, tailoring. <laughs> they have three days, so. Um, but, uh, Wen Wu uh, is kind of kind of losing his mind. Like the the people are starting to see. Some him kind of break a little bit hearing his wife's voice and stuff like that. Like they're definitely questioning it a little bit. It's not super explicit, but Razor Fist sees him like kind of staring off into the distance, like hearing voices kind of thing. So um, it, it, that's a little foreshadowing for later as well. Um, yeah. But Wenwu and his group of the Ten Rings shows up to fight off the villagers. So there's a fight between them. And, I mean, it's a pretty standard, like, there weren't a lot of people, which I thought was interesting. It's not, like, a huge scale battle, so you can actually pick out a decent amount of, like, one-on-one -on -one fighting going on. Um, and it's just enough to keep the main heroes and stuff like that invested and fighting along as well. Yeah. It's not so overwhelming that it's just a flood of people either. So I, I did appreciate that. Yeah, I will say one one kind of weird battle grab I have for it is like when Wu's like uh, his men, they have these weird like electric bolo crossbows they were using. Yes. They, Why not just use, I don't know, a fancier gun. guns? I, that, mean, I thought that too. I was like, like why did you develop this yeah, highly like, specific crossbow? Yeah, at first I thought they were like when, fancy crossbows. Yeah, like, like bullets. But maybe he knows that they're like magic and stuff and yeah. mortal weapons wouldn't work. So he had to develop some more advanced technology. Yeah, but then we see it work on one of them, but it doesn't even like kill them. It like acts just like a stun bolo and it just like electrocutes them. It That's incapacitates, it. which is good. Well, that's but the, would they care about that, though? No. So that, that's always one of the things that I have, like, I question, too, is because, like, the bolo, uh, the, um, I, I forget the name of the, the hooked blade that they use, they they're also have the stun capability. Yeah. Um, if you can make contact with them to stun them, you could also just stab them. Um, <laughs> I, like... Yeah. 
like cool weapons. Uh, I don't don't get me wrong. They they have their place. They're very historic. But the stunning part of it, not super useful. No. Maybe if someone else is using like say a metal weapon, I could see it being useful because you're making contact, electrocute it. Sure, but I mean that's not the case here. So, oh well. Um. So the the fight goes on. Uh. Shang-Chi and Wen-Wu do their one-on-one -on -one fight. Shang-Chi uh, gets his shit rocked and gets yeeted into the uh, lake that's right yeah. behind this village. Um, and Wen-Wu goes up to the gate and starts to smash it down. Uh, you start seeing cracks in it almost immediately, and some of these soul-devouring little Cthulhu creatures come out. Um, oh, I, I think to help for setting, because um, it's the village on like the coast of the lake, the big lake, and then on the other side of the lake is the ancient old, like, dragon gate holding back the darkness, so mm -hmm. he's slammed into, like, the, the bottom of the lake, and at that point. Yeah. Everything was cool when, uh, when we put all ten on his yeah. Oh, yeah. 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 I thought that was, that was a, yeah. yeah, like, yeah, amplify like, the power of a single punch. I thought that was pretty cool. Was cool yeah. yeah. Get that good Falcon punch. They yeah. they are relatively inventive on their uses of those rays. Yeah. Like, yeah. They, yeah. like they, how he jumped over the lake, he slammed him down to propel himself up, and then when he had to stop himself, he, like, slammed them into the ground, and then they, like, stopped his momentum by coming back up onto his forearms. Yes. Yeah. It was, it was yeah. cool. They use them as whips, and like it amplifies his powers, and yeah. And the, the, uses, what time he use it? Uh, what was it Doctor Strange where he has those boots? But he used it in the same way where he like hopped on them. Yeah, he like, like he ran across on. them. Yeah, and then even I think even the first time we saw him use them, he used them as like this whirling like shield ball oh, yeah. Yeah, because, to stop oh, yeah. a hail of Well, that's the thing is because the rings are connected to the each other through like an energy like leash of some kind. Yeah. So he's just spinning them around himself and that energy leash is essentially blocking everything from getting to him because he's able to go through a hail of arrows like that in the very first little So cool. Yeah, it's very cool. Very inventive. I, I greatly appreciated their their use of the rings here. So the the uh, Cthulhu creature comes up and everyone kind of stops fighting because they're like supernatural creature flying towards us. Weird. Yeah. Um, uh, oh, well, uh, we shouldn't skip the second half of sure. the Shang-Chi when we fight because that ha I think that happens after because um, I think what happens is people are fighting, fighting, fighting and then Shang-Chi while he's like drowning in the... Uh, oh, we'll get, to, we'll get to the drowning in just a second here. Well, okay. Because didn't that happen and then the big du uh, big soul eater? We're not there We're, yet. No. We're not there yet. They're just, he's talking about the little ones. Yeah, the very first. first small little guy. Oh, okay. Uh, gotcha, so gotcha, the, gotcha. The, the first little uh, soul eating creature comes out. All of Everyone stops fighting right here. And they're like, what is that? It grabs onto one of the Ten Rings guys mm -hmm. and like sucks the soul out. And they like shoot the below crossbows and stuff like that at him. And it doesn't do anything. Um, and then Razor Fist gets attacked by one as well, and he, like, it, he's fighting it off as well as he can, but it, the creatures keep reforming after being damaged by mortal weapons. Uh, one of the dragon weapons get, hits it and destroys it, and Razor Fist is like, alright, we should work together. This makes a lot more sense. Uh, so they band up together, uh, they give the Ten Rings the, some dragon weapons so that they can also fend off these creatures, and they form up a defense to start doing doing that. Uh, there's a flood of these creatures coming out. 
so Shang-Chi is drowning in the lake. Uh, he's sinking down, and we start seeing air bubbles kind of like go start going into his nose and his mouth and kind of giving him oxygen. Um, and he wakes up eventually uh, while sinking, and right in front of him is a dragon. Uh, beautiful dragon. Um, oh, yeah. It's super beautiful. cool. A really cool thing of it. Um, so right here we also get a flashback that uh, a little bit of his mother and his father will always be in him, and his mother says that he has the heart of the dragon in him, um, which I don't know if that's like <laughs> if he's the chosen one kind of thing. I, I I'm not entirely sure. Yeah, but those were nice like last words that he got from his mother. Though. Yeah. So uh, th that's also just before the part of the flashback where he watched his mother get uh, beat to death. Um, so <laughs> there's that. Anyway. Uh, <laughs> The, the the dragon comes out and starts munching up some of these these face eater soul eater things as well. Uh, Shang Chi is riding on top of the dragon. We we see them firing the dragon arrows at all these creatures and stuff like that too. And we, we get a the supernatural fight now. We get the Ten Rings and the Talo citizens fighting these face dwellers while Wen Wu is still punching uh, the gate and releasing more and more of these creatures. Uh, these creatures are also bringing back the souls of the people that they kill and giving them to the dweller, making it stronger and stronger. So Shang-Chi and Wen Wu have, go ahead. You know what it reminded me of? Um, how to train your dragon. Yes. When all the little dragons got to bring all the sheep to the big dragon. <laughs> yep. It was, yep. It was That's bad. pretty much what was happening here. <laughs> yeah. It's just the fantastic. You know, <laughs> yeah. Uh, but this is where we get the second fight between uh, Shang-Chi and Wen Wu here. And this is where Shang-Chi once again gets his shit rocked, but he starts to implement the styles of his mother and his aunt that taught him. And he is actually able to eventually uh, take the rings away from mm -hmm. Wenwu. Uh, initially, he does the first five, and he's able to trap them um, and is able to then use them to fight his father. Uh, it's The visuals here are very cool. They do change colors when they change people, which... I mean, I guess it, for visuals' sakes, it's very convenient, and it's nice. And I'm not mad about it's, it. It's, um, so, the, when was, uh, like, his key or his, uh, you know, his energy, he has the rings, is blue, and, um, uh, Ying Li's was, like, red or fiery, and, uh, Shang-Chi's is red and fiery as well. It's a little bit so more orange, it, but well, yeah. It, yeah, it, it's, like, but, but it's the yeah. opposite. Yeah. And um, it's very much like dark and light, yin and yang. Yes. Um, yeah, and the, those themes are uh, throughout this whole yeah second half of the movie when he's talking to the villagers. They're like, you have to know who you are. You're, you know, the culmination of everyone who's come before you. You're, um, you know, dad's evil. And you have some of him in you and you have your mom who's like, a nice person. Yeah, it was like our greatest protector. <laughs> yeah, who she was great. Yeah. <laughs> so like you have to know yourself and come together with all of that, and, you know, then make it your own. Yeah, yeah. You, you have to yeah learn know your history, know who you are, and what made you, um, which was always very interesting. But uh, during this fight, uh, we see uh, Shang Chi take away the rings the exact same way that his mother was able to in that very first fight that uh, Ying Li and Wen Wu had. Uh, you do see some recognition on Wenwu's face during this too. Yeah, <laughs> a little confused, but also recognizes it. Um, 
and Wenwu uh, does some uh, some badass shit in the air and uh, like eats Shang Chi into the the wall. But Shang Chi is able to uh, take control of all ten rings here. Um, he is able to essentially bring Wenwu down and is gonna Kamehameha him. He brings all ten rings in together and gets the energy spider lane, and it looks like he's going to kill his father right here. Uh, which, I mean, fair enough, but he just throws the rings to the ground instead. This is where we the Dweller uh, finally breaks out. Um, oh my god. <laughs> when it opened its mouth, I was, my jaw dropped, and I was like, wow, this is everything I wanted. <laughs> uh, so we have a giant demon uh, creature. Uh, it's very like a very Cthulhu-esque again, uh, but the tentacles are on the ground, and he immediately goes for Wenwu. Uh, Wenwu regains the uh, power of the Ten Rings to save his son, but then the creature grabs Wenwu and sucks out his soul. Uh, right at the last moment, Wenwu uh, transfers the power of the rings to his son. Um, and then uh, the the Great Protector uh, comes up and whoops at the, that creature's ass for a hot second. Um, <laughs> Uh, it's it's pretty dope actually, uh, and he's being ridden by uh, Shang Chi's sister, so uh, very cool, very cool here. Uh, it's it's an interesting little fight, and the dweller uh, is losing pretty poorly, so it decides to retreat to the shore to try to gain more power by stealing more of the souls. Um, the Great Protector uh, does this super dope thing where he like skims the water and like builds up a huge amount of power, and right as the dweller is about to get to the shore, it, like punches him in the chin with water, and then, like, starts to drown him in midair. Oh, it's so cool. It was very cool. Cool as waterbender. Yeah. The, the, the visual effects right here were on point, uh, but the little, the smaller creatures, the soul suckers, are feeding him more and more. He's able to break free. They are able to break free. I'm assuming it's a male, because, uh, evil. Um, but, <laughs> <laughs> but, uh, he's able to break free and, uh, fight the dragon a little bit. Uh, eventually the dragon, uh, is bested by the dweller and start to starts to suck out the great protector soul. Um, it doesn't. It's actually a pretty tense scene for a hot second. Um, this is where uh, Katie, who's been training for a long period of time, is essentially told by the uh, grizzled. Do you a short period of time? <laughs> yeah, like a day. Uh, yeah, a day. Yeah, she's had that bow and arrow about 20, 28 to be hours. Fair, I maybe. literally just blacked out. I have no idea what I said. So, <laughs> um, but so she hasn't been training for a great deal of time, but it's been told repeatedly by the old grizzled veteran guy that she's not good enough. But now he's like, all right, well, you're the only one here. So let's do this. Uh, he promptly gets killed. Um, and, uh, Shang-Chi and his sister are hanging on by a thread essentially. And Shang-Chi's like, I'm not leaving you again, more or less. Uh, and Katie is able to fire an arrow through the creature's neck. Um, it, it's very magical arrow. Like She has magical dragon arrows, and I, I think the tools might have helped <laughs> for yeah. her lack of experience. Yes, uh, she, she, her on point goes through the... But she did show aptitude. Yes, she did. Goes right through the dweller's neck, and it gives the Great Protector enough time to break free, and they can start fighting again. Um they eventually best the Dweller, and uh, with a, a different teamwork between the Great Protector, uh, Xia Ling, and Xia Qing. Xia Qing? Wow. So, <laughs> 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 
Names are hard. So many of them. So they all... Uh, they team up. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Shang-Chi and uh, Xiaoling and the Great Protector all fight the uh, Devourer of Souls together. And um, once the Great Protector has it pinned with water... Um, um, Xiaoling uses her new yeah. weapon to hold open its mouth. Yeah. And then uh, Sha-Ching... Uh, Shang Chi. Shang Chi. Wow. Uh, shoots the rings down his throat, um, and very high up in the air, starts doing the Airbender uh, moves. And you can see the ten rings inside of the creature's stomach, and he starts making them spin. And uh, essentially, the creature's freaking the fuck out. Which I mean, fair enough. Right. Um, and eventually, he, you know, he basically implodes. Yeah, the he releases yeah. the power, and it, it explodes. Good metal as fuck. Yeah, it was it was pretty metal. <laughs> Uh, that, that's probably the most blood we see is right there is because you literally oh, yeah. see like arms and stuff like that go <laughs> flying and all this other stuff. Um, it was fantastic. Yeah. And the, the dragon catches them and brings them back to shore. They see the devastation that like, I don't know, like a solid 80% of the uh, people on shore are dead. Oh yeah. Uh, it's, a, it's a significant number of people. Mm-hmm. And we get like their little moment of sadness. Um, they release uh, lanterns onto the lake. For to mourn the dead uh, later on, uh, the dragon comes out and the dragon's literally spinning around the lanterns in the shape of a, a yin yang symbol. Yes, yeah. Uh, so it was the, it was cool. Yeah, the visuals are very cool, and it shoots up in the air, and they they have their moment um, of, of sadness, and that's more or less how that area wraps up. Um, we cut back to um, Katie and. Uh, Shang-Chi uh, in a bar <laughs> talking to some of their friends that was uh, were there earlier. There is a whole kind of mini subplot. Not super important, but they're explaining what they did, <laughs> and their friends are like, what the fuck are you talking about? Like, are you making fun of us kind of thing? And then um, Wong shows up and ta- like is like, hey, you got those rings? And they're like, yeah. And he's like, alright. We gotta, we gotta go. <laughs> Classic Wong. Classic Wong opening up a strange. I don't know. God damn it, I, I want to I'm know. assuming that this might here. take this might take place at the same time yeah. as No Way Home. I, don't, I just want to know. Because if this takes place at the same time as No Way Home, then that would explain where Doctor Strange is. Yeah. So, I, I don't know. I mean, if Doctor Strange is messing with the multiverse in No Way Home as well, that would make sense that the, you know, maybe what the... What was the double standard that Wong is yelling at Doctor Strange in the trailer for No Way Home about doing that spell? But yet Wong is, like, Basically, backstreet fighting. I mean, but for <laughs> a purpose. Claim, bro. Okay, Doctor Strange <laughs> is literally trying to reverse all of history, where Wong's just making some extra cash by rigging fights. Hey, I'm just saying. Yeah. I'm just, I'm just, I, Wong all is sins weigh the same. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Uh, but it's a funny little scene because they they leave, um, and we find out that Wong. Along with Banner and Captain Marvel are analyzing the rings. Yeah, I got some Brie Larson. Yeah, we got some Brie Larson. Uh, hey! Which automatically gets... Ten rings. <laughs> <laughs> uh, they're, they don't know what it's made out of. It's obviously very old. It's not alien tech. It's not scientific tech. They just don't know what it is. It's not magical tech either that Wong is familiar with. Nothing in their codex mm-hmm. tells them what this is. Um, I thought those were kind of weird cameos, too, because when we saw them, it, it obviously looked like, well, I, just mainly on, like, how they looked. Yeah. Because uh, Captain Marvel, first off, it looked like a lot of time has passed for them. 
because her hair was back to just being long and shoulder length. It yeah. wasn't her shortcut anymore. And then for Hulk, he was just regular Bruce Banner again. Yes. Which was super confusing. But he wasn't a sling. Yeah. Yeah. And it just looked like his arm was broken, not yeah. destroyed by the, the Infinity, Infinity Stones. Yeah. Though. Here's the thing. So. Weaves exist either in space. So <laughs> the hair we can lace. It's fine. <laughs> but yeah, the Hulk thing, I didn't even think about that. Yeah, <laughs> I was a little <laughs> Yeah, it, like, it did confuse me a little bit. Uh, Why not just use Smart Hulk? Yeah. Oh, no. That, that was the whole point of Endgame. Yeah. So. Yeah, uh, it's like a subplot in Quantumania or something. Talk about it. I, I'm just throwing stuff out there. Yeah, I have no I idea. Don't but they don't know what the rings are made of. They don't know where they came from. It's sending out a beacon. It's sending out a beacon of some kind. Yeah. Um, which I think that is going to lead into the Eternals. Yeah. Ooh. I think that's what that is. Uh, that's, I guess, you know, theory talk right now. But I think that is leading into the Eternals. Um, because I think this takes place pretty close after the snap. Like based off the time frame, but I guess I don't know for sure. They make one mention. Of they the they snap. do mention the snap at one point, mm -hmm. but yeah, I, I I will say I will say the the power and energy coloring you get from the ten rings when Shang Chi has them are very similar from what I can tell to like the energy you see from the Eternals in the trailers. Yes. So I would say theirs is more gold, maybe. but yeah, it's it it was very similar. I, I it, could see yeah, it be like yeah. it being an Eternals weapon or something like that of some kind, it, especially if they don't know where they came from because it's not tech that any of those three people recognize. So yeah. th that's just my theory, and it would make sense that it's signaling then because I'm assuming the Devourer. Oh, and they told they said that if it's if it's right after the snap, um, there was seven some days. there was some crazy energy thing that made the emergence happen, yep. whatever that is. Yeah. I don't know. Which, the emergence, if, say, the Dweller is part of the, I forget what they're called in the Eternals, I also have on my head. Uh, deviants? The Deviants, deviants. yeah. So if the Dweller is a Deviant, it's then... A deviant art artists just come <laughs> <laughs> oh, no. oh no, oh no. <laughs> so, I could see those two tying in together now. Um, it, honestly... <laughs> I'm sorry. Yes. Uh, it, it's honestly probably the best scenario I could see for the Eternals, because right now I, I do not know how that is going to tie into the Marvel Universe no. coherently with what we already have. So Probably with those little, like, two or three... Because this movie really didn't tie into the Marvel Universe a ton, except for those two or three... No, more than that, but like these little, like, references that were yeah. just kind of, like, drops. You know? Yeah. I mean, they didn't, like... It wasn't, like... Like you know, it, it was clear, no, like it was clear that they were in the same world. Yeah, but it wasn't like you know it was clearly like just Shang Chi's story. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Oh yeah. Yeah. And like uh, the way they tie in the Mandarin and stuff like that, it's obvious that the Legend of the Ten Rings is around as well in universe. Um, mm -hmm. So, I mean, that's something at least. So, I don't know. It, it's one of those things where. If they, if they, like, they talk up the Ten Rings a lot about, like, altering governments and changing the course of, you know, human's history, never m mentioned with the Black Widows. Yeah. That, yeah. <laughs> like, I don't, I don't know. It, it's one of those things where I figure... But what if, what if at the very end, like, all the female squad that, uh, Xia Ling's, uh, or We're not there uh, yet. Oh, sorry. <laughs> no, the, just go ahead, sir. The girl boss squad? The girl boss squad. What if, what if a couple of them are widows? Uh, I, yeah. it, it could be so 
I might as, we might as well get there. So we get a um, scene with Xiaoling, uh, and she has taken over the compound of the Ten Rings. She goes out to observe the training of the newest recruits, um, half of which are women. Uh, they are all training. Some of them had masks on. Did you so, notice that? Some of them did have masks on, yes. Yeah. And then, yeah, the other big thing was the graffiti. Yes. Like, you, you get the paint, like, early in the film, you get the paint in of the compound, which is like, it looks more like a regular compound or like a normal concrete. Like, yeah. Concrete, very simple. And then for this one, it ends with the paint out. Uh, viewing the compound now, it's just like full of graffiti. It is changing. It's getting modernized. It's solar panels. Yeah, yeah. solar oh, yeah. panels and like a, oh, yeah, a bunch of other like new tech added. A giant yeah. dish TV. Yes. Yeah. 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 Get those channels, man. Yeah. But yeah, yeah, we we get a mix of both male and female training now instead of just males like it was under her father. Um, and uh, some of her companions from the fight ring are here now. Razor Fist is still there. And it's a new criminal empire that has yeah. been started. Hooray! Yeah. Yay! Girl boss. <laughs> also, if you're listening to this and you didn't stay to the end of the credits, shame. shame. Yeah, there's two. There's shame. two end credits. So the uh, the bar scene and then this this scene are the two end credit scenes. Oh, uh, sorry. The last. So they they're with Wong. They're inspecting the rings. Uh, they're like, oh, well, welcome to the circus. It's gonna go crazy. You should go rest and then come back and uh like um katie and uh shang chi look at each other like we could or <laughs> and then they go to karaoke with hard, <laughs> hard cut to hotel california with all three of them just blasting it yeah, so good it's, it's very good it was a, it was a very funny little scene uh, i enjoyed it it was also a tie back to earlier in the movie yeah uh their friendship development on screen scene so yeah that's uh, more or less what happens in this movie. So I loved it. Yeah, it was fantastic. Uh, any additional thoughts? Any other um, theories that we, you wanted to touch on? Anything it is, else? It is bullshit that any time in film they give an Asian woman a short bob with blunt bangs, they are evil. <laughs> and <laughs> the, I, the yes. I yeah. will deduct a point for that. <laughs> but yeah. uh, it's... An imaginary point. It won't affect my actual score. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. And any other theories? Any other ideas? Uh, no. I mean, it was for me. Um, I initially was thinking it was kind of strange how she just ended up not caring at the end and just ended up taking over the empire instead. Well, but that's like, what she wanted. Yeah. Yeah, because she ended up doing that by herself anyway. Yeah. When, when she first left. Um, yeah. And, like, for me, there's... After talking to her, there's, like, a couple, like, movie nitpicks that are going to happen with any movie. Yeah. Like, the escape scene from the prison, which I, I think kind of is, like, eh, but, oh, like, wouldn't they find out yeah. about that anyway? Because, like, she escaped, and if they, if they knew she escaped, they probably knew how she escaped. Yeah. yeah they just kind of hand-waved it. Yeah. A couple, like movie hand waves. Yeah, there's some convenient stuff for sure in the movie, which again, it just moved the story along. I wasn't mad about it. Like I said, those were some of my nitpicks nitpicks as well, but yeah. Razor Fist's BMW. Yeah. It was tricked out. Yeah. Um, I I do find it interesting that it was the Abomination and the Abomination was working with Wong. Um, The Abomination doesn't seem nearly as evil as he is in the early comics. 
Um, and especially since he's one of the Hulk's main villains and Wong is working with the Hulk. Um, that's also interesting. I don't know where Wong is keeping the Abomination, but it also looked like there was like a laboratory that he was taking him to. Yeah. It, it might be one of those weird anti-hero things that they're trying to put on Abomination. And yeah. It's like, ah, you've been doing all these bad things, but if you do this stuff on the side... They're suicide squatting him. Yeah. <laughs> Which, I mean, it can sure. work. Yeah, whatever. But... So, yeah. Anything else? I just want to know where Doctor Strange is. <laughs> I still yeah, think this takes place there no way home. I, I totally, I, I'm not discount. I totally would believe that. I'm just saying I want to, like, now it fuels me wanting to watch more Marvel because. Yeah. That's how they get you, man. Yeah, that's man. how they get you. Just, just hook me up. <laughs> uh, yeah. Keep falling down the rabbit hole. No, I, I have to say overall, though, it's cool to see a movie in theater. At least I didn't watch Black Widow in theater, so it was pretty cool to, to see something. Just to just to be in theater and watch a Marvel movie. Yeah, it was nice. Yeah, it was nice. I really enjoyed it quite a bit. It was a good one for IMAX. Yes, it was a good yeah. one for IMAX. It, it worked really well with the special oh. effects and stuff. Yeah, yeah. I was glad I went IMAX on that. Mm-hmm. I, I'm glad that some of the fighting, at least early on, was more grounded. Yeah. And stuff like that. And I also like that they explained why he never really helped with any of the other like superhero things either. Like th- this is his origin into becoming the superhero, even though he was previously trained. So yeah. it was good. I, I really enjoyed it. It was a good introduction to all of those that cast of characters. So I think, I think you got we get a glowing review from the whole squad here. And then final thoughts. So the special tech that made me tear up. Yes. Yeah. Yes. Which yes. we glazed over Michael, um, is when the dragon Burst from the water. Oh my and we god! See her. Yeah, it's a she. It's yeah. a she. They explicitly they state that it's a she. We see her for the first time, and she busts out of the lake, and she's feminism. <laughs> <laughs> a feminist icon. For one. And two, just like to see a traditional Chinese dragon, like animated in such realistic way, and her colors were gorgeous. Yes. And, like, like we saw her scales, and they used them as like their weapons and stuff. And I almost thought that she was, like, almost a metaphor or, like, had died and we were going to get to see her, but, like, she literally burst from the water and it was the coolest thing I've ever seen in life and I teared up, so. Yeah, it was it a fantastic was scene. so good. It was a very good scene. I very much enjoyed it. So, <sighs> using that tail to just, like, just waving the tail, just randomly murking the little just face. Kind of swatting, like, five fun. of those little yeah. soul eaters. Yeah, it was fantastic. It was, um, can't forget to mention the Guardian Times. They were cool. Yeah, yeah. All right. Well, I think that's all we have for this one. Uh, if you like what we do here, go ahead, give us a review, like, comment, subscribe, all the stuff that you can do on whatever app you're using. Do it. Yeah. Um, I, I'm in the process of once again revamping the website because some of the text is not readable. Thank you, Bobby, for pointing that out to me. I appreciate you. Always <laughs> shout out to Bobby. Yeah. Always shout out to Bobby. Um, oh, and Hamish. <laughs> Shouting out to the other sibling, one of the other siblings that's not here. But anyway, <laughs> um, if if you have any questions, feel free to contact us, characterversepod at Gmail, I think. I don't remember. Um, <laughs> I to a hotmail AOL. Look at, look at the link tree. Check like, out our MySpace. Yeah, our MySpace. <laughs> Ooh, I should set one up. That'd be great. Yeah. If you want, we can send you an AOL disc. Ooh, that'd be wow. great. Find our LinkedIn page. <laughs> uh, for this week, I'm Mike. Audrey. I'm Jake Sully. <laughs> you got it. You got it. <laughs> the avatar, huh?
<laughs> the saw one in the tree. <laughs> I'm Ashley. <laughs> and I'm Josh. Thank you for joining us and talk to you next time.